Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, folks, welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. So, um, a few days ago, I posted that I was going to take a break uh, when it came to um, making some podcasts because I needed to rest my mind um, going through some, you know, personal issues uh, mentally wise. But then this was the perfect opportunity for me to get on here and talk about some of this stuff. Um, you know, in the news lately, they've been talking about mental illness. Um, you have a lot of athletes that are now coming out because um, there's always been a stigma around mental illness, but we are to the point now where it's an open forum and people can talk about it. Um, so my issues are more of just trying to cope uh, with trying to build something, um, like I said before, and I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about um, all the different forms of mental illness that a lot of people put stigma around. Um, and try to downplay and, you know, try to make excuses for people that they should grow up or, you know, they need to man up. And <laughs> to me, a lot of that stuff is unfair. Um, some people are not built for certain things. Some people are not built to be able to handle certain things. Um, for example, I'll take some of these athletes. The young lady who plays tennis, second ranked player in the world pulled out of the French Open because she was feeling a bit overwhelmed, a bit depressed. And she was getting hounded um, on Twitter, you know, on all these social websites because, oh, well, boo-hoo, she's a millionaire. She, you know, let her cry into her, you know, bag of money. But people don't understand. And what people don't get, just because you were an athlete and just because you make millions of dollars does not mean you are happy. Some of the richest people in the world are some of the most depressed, some of the saddest, some of the um, some of the emptiest people you'll ever meet in your life. Prime examples, you have Anthony Bourdain, who took his life because of depression. Um, you had Mac Miller took his life because of depression. You've had movie stars kill themselves uh, because of depression, and people put a stigma around it because what because they had money money doesn't have anything to do with how your state of mind is and when somebody says well if money can't make them happy they can give it to me well how would you know you've never had money before you don't know what the effects of that can do to you people always claim to talk like that when they don't have money when you have money doesn't necessarily mean it fulfills everything you have inside you you still have holes money can't fill. And in cases of certain, certain athletes, uh, all they want to do is play the game. And they understand there's an obligation for them to come in and talk to the media. Okay? But the media doesn't do a, their job, per se, as in understanding the mind frame of a, of a player. If I just played a grueling 52-minute game of basketball, 48 minutes, but then you should know that it, it takes more than 48 minutes. Those games can go two hours, three hours sometimes based on the commercial breaks, breaks on the stoppages. Man, and you're exhausted. You really want to come off that court and interview with somebody. I mean, you, the first thing you want to do is go in that locker room. You want to relax, wind down, take a shower, and chill out. 
I think one of the best things that's happened, it's not the best, but one of the things that's happened uh, because of COVID is they haven't allowed uh, media personnel inside the locker rooms of these athletes, um, football-wise or, you know, baseball-wise or um, basketball-wise because of COVID. But it's brung to light, you know what I mean, the parts of the game that these athletes don't like. And having 50 mics stuffed in your face while you're sitting in the locker room is after you just got out of a shower playing a game is not something people want to do. Um, and I understand it's part of the game. The media promotes the game. But there's so many outlets right now for these athletes to talk to different people. The um, the media really doesn't have to be that big of an influence anymore. They're not. Because these athletes can reach out to people on their own through Twitter, through IG, through Facebook, through TikTok, putting up videos, sending messages out to their fans. They promote themselves. The media doesn't need to promote them anymore. Okay, The media is there because the media has a job to do. Some of these journalists are actually journalists. They want to write pieces. They actually want to report on these athletes and the things that they're doing. But some of these people, um, especially people like, and I hate to say it because the guy's you know, made his way up, but Stephen A. Smith is one of these people that aggravates my soul. He talks out both sides of his mouth. One minute he's kissing these athletes behind, the next minute he's talking down to these athletes. This whole situation with Kwame Brown when he was talking this man down, um, there's videos of him talking this man down about his skill set, and then you think at some point the man is not going to come at him. Yo, that wears down on somebody. When you're a kid at 17 coming into the league and you're being beat down by one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Michael Jordan, and not getting support, man, that can wear on your mind. That can cause depression. That can cause you to have self-doubt. And this is where it all comes to this uh, stigma of you know, mental illness and depression. Kevin Love came out. Um, he had anxiety, ran off the court the one time. Uh, this is nothing to be ashamed of. This is nothing that people should be, you know, um, feel like you need to be, you know, stuck in a sanitarium for. We all get depressed, man. We all have highs. We all have lows. And we all have to figure a way how to level that and find ways to level. So mine, I've always said since I've started this, um, that talking into the microphone and talking to you guys and putting these uh, podcasts out and talking to my audience is what helps me level out. So I wasn't going to post anything for two weeks because I'm heading down to Florida. Um, I'll be in Orlando for a week um, and we're just going to take a break. But I'm taking my equipment down there with me and I'm going to I'm going to do a podcast down there as well because this is what I want to do. Um, I didn't post last week because I wasn't in the, the best frame of mind. And I'm actually supposed to be sleeping right now because I'm supposed to be driving down in the middle of the morning. But I needed to get this out there. I needed to talk to you guys about this. Um, this is going to be posted, same as always. It'll be on my um, media sites, my YouTube channel. But I think it's an important thing to talk about that doesn't matter if you're poor, doesn't matter if you're rich, you're going to get depressed at times. You know, you're going to feel down. You, we can't we can't stigmatize this stuff, man. We can't put people down because they're having a bad day or they're having a bad couple of weeks. You can't control depression. Depression controls you a lot of the times. You don't want to feel that way, but your brain tells you you're going to feel that way. People don't want to wake up in the morning and feel like a, you know, like the whole world is sitting on their shoulders and they can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? There's help. There's plenty of help, but some people don't want to get that help because of the stigma around mental illness and the stigma around you feeling down, especially these athletes. 
And what gets gets under my skin a little bit is these guys earn where they're at. These are finely tuned athletes. These are people who have been playing this game since they were kids, finely tuned, doing the things they need to do, you know what I mean, to get where they are, and they made it, okay? So when they do make it, doesn't mean that the millions of dollars that they signed a contract for is going to make you happy because that's not how it works. Man, you could be balling out, and you could be playing basketball or baseball, and then nobody knows what your mindset is. So you're going to four scoring 30 points or hitting five home runs, but when you get back in and you're done, you feel like you're alone, even though you're in front of, you know, in front of cameras and, you know, they're beaming you out to 40, you know, 40 million, 50 million people a game, and you're sitting in arenas full with 50, 60,000 people. You can have all those people around you, and you still feel like you're the only person in the room because of the depression, because of the sadness that people have inside. And a lot of people are not going to talk about it. They'll brush it off. They'll brush it off and then settle to get over it. And that's what I was doing. I was brushing it off. I was saying, no, I'll be fine. I'll, I, it's fine. I'll, I'll be okay. You know what I mean? I'll just deal with it and push it on. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have to talk about it. And this is why I'm here talking about it. Because for me, it was the same issue. You know what I mean? I was like, I, you know, I'm used to it already. I can deal with it. But sometimes it gets overwhelming. And I can't blame some of these athletes for doing what they're doing. But then you got media people that just want to talk out the side of their mouth. Oh, well, they have an obligation. They know what they're getting into when they're playing uh, sports. But then when it comes to light, that they're dealing with depression, all of a sudden now, they want to talk and change the verbiage. Even though they didn't find out what was going on until after and then change the verbiage. But the first thing they do is go in attack mode. Just because, it, it just go in attack mode. It, and it's it's sad that this is where we are in the generation now where if we want to attack people first before finding out what's really going on, before finding out what the truth is about what was said and how that person is feeling. But since you're in the media, you have to put a story out there. You know, you have to say what is going to get people drawn in. That's what you're getting paid for. Stephen A gets paid to talk out the side of his mouth. He gets paid to talk, you know, trash. Same thing with Skip Bayless. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Max Kellerman. These guys get paid to put out uh, stuff on TV to draw in. And, you know, they think, they think that the athletes need them. Right before, yes, maybe in the 70s and the 80s and maybe even the early 90s when social media wasn't what it is right now. Man, there's so many platforms out there in social media right now. In all reality, if ESPN stopped covering sports, if Fox stopped covering sports, and you only have people like YouTube right now, that's you know you can get watch games on YouTube, you can watch games on Hulu, um, you can watch games on Prime, you wouldn't need play people like ESPN. You wouldn't need media outlets because we have our own outlets. We have our own social media. You have some of these athletes that have, you know, five or six million followers. You know what I mean? They can promote themselves. They can promote the game themselves. They don't need people like Stephen A. Smith or Skip Bayless to do that. What they do is they bring drama, okay? And that drama brings conversation. Those conversations what brings dollars in. That's their job. Um, and I, 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 I won't say hate, but I dislike when they try to downplay one thing one minute and then downplay the, the other. That young lady, okay, is dealing with something that she felt that she wanted to express to her fans, okay? She wanted to express it to her fans before she expresses to the French Open, you know, officials or to the, the tennis tour people. It was her prerogative to do so. You know what I mean? She felt like 
she wanted to let her fans know first why she did what she did before she went the other route letting everybody know. And then they crucified this girl. Now all of a sudden now everybody's out and has her back and saying, you know, you know, we understand and this and this and that, but you still have an obligation. Yes, everybody has an obligation. Doesn't mean everybody's gonna follow through that obligation because you want them to follow through that obligation. If somebody's having a bad day and they don't want to talk to somebody, you're not gonna to talk to somebody. I know people who shut down for three days. You know what I mean? They're they they're not feeling it and won't come out the house. But then when they come finally come out the house, everything's all good. They just need that time to reflect, to sit back and get their mind right. And I think a lot of people need to learn um, how to do that. I think the biggest thing that a lot of us have to do is learn how to balance things. Um, and it can be difficult sometimes. It can be because when you're trying to create, when you're trying to be an entrepreneur, it can be it can be levels to this thing, and it can be quite difficult to know how to um, navigate the waters of getting where you need to go. I try to motivate myself every day. I try to motivate my kids. I try to motivate people around me. One of the things that I love about the job that I do in finance is I get to educate kids. I get to educate teenagers, young adults, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds. And it feels good because some of them come in down, some of them come in depressed. And when I deal with them and I talk to them, I try to uplift them because I've been in their shoes. I know what it's like to be, what it was like to be a teenager. I know what it was like to be in my teens, in my early 20s. It's never easy. Sometimes you just you don't know what's going on with your life, and you just need somebody to stand and talk to you. And that's one of the benefits of what I do in my job. I, I can talk to people. I can help people uh, and make them feel better. You know what I mean? So I want to keep doing that here as well. But I felt like I needed to come out and, and talk to you guys and you know lay everything on the table and just tell you what what's going on. So I'm glad that uh, I'm on here and we're speaking about this subject you know, because mental illness comes in many forms. You have depression. You have people with learning disabilities um, that have mental disorders. You know what I mean? You have people on the spectrum, but they're still, they're still, some of these people are geniuses. Some of these people who have Asperger's are geniuses. Some of these people who have, um, you know, depression. Some of these people have, you know, Asperger's, uh, some of these people have ADHD. These are things you can't control. You know what I mean? And some of these things cause mood swings. Like, one minute you're up, one minute you're down, one minute you hate the world. You know, it's like you're a teenage kid as an adult. You can't control these things. You know, a lot of times they give you medicine for it. You have schizophrenia. I, I know a couple of people that have schizophrenia. They take medicine to help them focus. And the medicine does them really well because it keeps them centered. Some folks don't want to take the medicine. They just don't. So a lot of people end up on the street because of mental illness. We try to help um, people. You try to help people, and people. some people just don't want to get helped. You have a lot of homeless in the street right now that have mental illness, but the mental illness is preventing them from actually seeking and getting the help they need. There's people who extend an open arms to them, and guess what happened? They, they just can't do it. They won't, they won't allow themselves to get help. Delonte West is a great example of a guy who was struggling with mental illness. And Mark Cuban, for I give him all the credit in the world, man. He seen the video and he took him in. He got him in the facility. He got him help and he got him together. And I think that's the kind of thing that we need more of. But see, Delonte took the first step to want to get help, to want to get back with his family. But mental illness is it's a hard thing, man. You know, especially when you have parents that have mental illness, especially when you have 
friends that have mental illness, you have to try to work around those those things. Or when you have kids that have a, a learning disability, but they're not a lot. There's no stigma around it. Your kids are still great. Your kids are still a gift. You know, you just have to learn how to adapt to how to deal with that. And a lot of adults don't know how to do that. They get frustrated. They get frustrated because they don't know how to deal with those behaviors. There's plenty of special specialties out there uh, that can help you with that uh, when it comes to helping with your child if they have a, a, a learning disability or a mental disability. That can help you get on track. A lot of free programs out there. You just have to be willing to go out there and listen. Go out there and do the work. Go out there and willing to put the time in. And it can be tough, especially when you have multiple kids. When you have multiple kids, sometimes it's, you have to concentrate. It's hard to concentrate just on one when you have two or three other kids that you have to work with. But at the same time, this is where a family unit comes in because you sh- you can have a support system. A support system is very important with this stuff. You have to have somebody that's willing there to back you up when you need it. You have to have somebody that's willing to be there with you when you can't be there to do it yourself to help. We have to, a responsibility as people it's human beings to try to understand that everybody's not okay. Everybody's not okay. A lot of people won't be okay. You know what I mean? And we have to be able to be understanding of that and have to be willing to listen. The biggest thing is listening. You have to listen to people. Some people just don't want to listen. You know, they just want to assume they, you know, they want to assume this person is this way or this person is that way, but that's not the case. A lot of the time, it's not the case. You know what I mean? You have to listen to the whole story. Listen to what that person is saying. Listen to what that person is feeling. And then try to understand what their stance is. Try to understand what they're going through because then a solution can be found. But you have to be willing to listen. Nobody was listening to this young lady at first when she put it out on social media as to why she withdrew. And all of a sudden when her story got out and she told the reason why she did it, all of a sudden now everybody's on her team. But everybody made assumptions. It's the first thing they did. They assumed, and instead of not, instead of waiting for all the facts to come out, they made assumptions. Instead of waiting for the air to clear, they made assumptions. And I think that's where the mistake comes in with people. Don't make assumptions. You know what I mean? Wait for the story to come out. But we sensationalize everything. Everything gets sensationalized. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I mean? Kevin Love got raked over the coals when he ran off the court by Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade didn't know the story. He just made assumptions. You know what I mean? And then when it came out, everybody was more understanding about what was going on. Every Kevin Love got all the love in the world. But you made assumptions beforehand. You know what I mean? A lot of these athletes are human beings too, people. <laughs> they make millions of dollars, but they are human beings at the end of the day. They have families. They have problems they have to worry about. They got bills to pay just like you do. Their bills might be a little bit more expensive than yours are, but they still have bills. They still have kids to raise. You know, they still have careers outside of the sport that they're playing that, that they have to worry about. You know what I mean? But once they get on that court, they want to concentrate on playing. They don't want to have to worry about them, you know, having to worry about talk to 500 different people in the media. Because that's going to make things a little bit more difficult for people to do every time they have to do that. So I want to take some time to, to shout out um, one of my uh, podcasters. Uh, he runs the Man Cave podcast, um, Del P. Uh, he does lives every week, and we hit subjects like this. Uh, the other day, we got on, and we were talking to like you know two or three other people, and we 
uh, we're bringing up different subjects. And I want to thank the the Man Cave um, and Del P for doing that because this type of discussion is needed. And when we have people like that that are willing to talk about this stuff, it makes things so much easier. So shout out to him um, and go check him out um, on his podcast as well. I want to thank everybody for listening. I know some of you are going to listen, some of you are going to not. Some of you are just going to shake your head. You know, you'll listen for a couple of minutes and then get out. But if I can help one person understand, uh, if I can help one person that's feeling down to let them know that somebody cares about you, that somebody's there for you, whether you think so or not, it makes it all worthwhile. It really does um, because when my dad passed when I was a kid, I was 11 when my, my father died, I went in such a depression. I was depressed for two years. I had therapy. I couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. Um, I cried every day in school when he, because you know, as an eleven-year-old kid, I lost my pretty much lost my childhood when my dad died, and the depression hit me hard. So I understand what it's like, um, and people were there for me, and I just want other people to know that people are going to be there for you well as well. Whether you lost a friend, whether you're just feeling down because your career is not where it wants to be, there's help out there for you. There are people who are willing to help you. There are people who are willing to speak to you. There are people who are going to be part of your life, whether you believe it or not. Um, it's, I don't know. I just wish that as a society, we would do a better job of taking the stigma off of mental illness. We're making strides. We're making huge, huge strides when it comes to this stuff, man. But we're not there yet 100%. You have kids that are depressed every single day, man. You have high school kids that are taking their lives because they're being bullied so much for who they are that they they feel that like they have to kill themselves because they can't take it anymore because the depression runs so deep that it's they feel like their life is worthless and it's that makes me sad because we should not live our kids. No one should be outliving their child. Period. And if a kid is killing himself because he's getting bullied in school and he's and it's causing him to have depression, man, that's enough. That's enough. You know what I mean? They say it, it's, it was never good when we were kids to get bullied, man. It's never good now. You have grown men and grown adults that are bullying other people. You have grown women that are bullying other women because of the way they look or the way they dress or because they're not wearing this type of clothes or this and that. You have grown men bullying other grown men. And trolling other people because of the way they dress or the, or the job they have because they're fat, they're skinny. Bully's a bully. Doesn't matter if how old you are or how young you are. If you have high school kids and junior high school kids, elementary school kids killing themselves because of them being depressed, because of them bullying, and nobody's doing anything about it, what does that say about us as a society? What does that say that we can't even help our own kids and nurture our own kids to get out of that? We need to do better, people. We have to do better for these kids, man, because these generations is only going to get worse out here, man. And with this COVID, you know, COVID is coming to an end, supposedly, and you have these kids and everybody's starting to come out of the house again. And we're going back to societal norms. There's some things that we need to change. You can't go back to the way it was with a lot of this stuff. It just can't. We have to do better. We have to be able to talk about this stuff. You have programs in schools to help with bullying, but guess what? Bullying still goes on, still goes on. A lot of these kids don't want to report it because then guess what? They live in the same area as these bullies. You can only protect them in school. Who's going to protect them when they're out of school? A lot of these kids ain't going to tell their parents what's going on. They're going to hold a lot of this stuff inside. 
you have to start having these conversations with your kids, man. My son is 14, and he's going through the motions right now. He's going through every emotion. You know, he hates the world. Everything makes him angry. He can't stand everything. Somebody breathes. He's, you know, one minute he's high, one minute he's low. And I know it's the chemicals changing in him, and he's becoming a man, and blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But I'm trying to talk to him more like an adult to let him know, listen, we can have these conversations. If there's something bothering you, you can come tell me. And I know all kids are not going to go to their parents, whether you, we want to be open with our kids or not, but we have to look for the signs. We have to look for the signs. The only way we do that is to pay attention to your kids, man. Pay attention to your kids. See how they're acting. Are they slumped? There are signs, man. Is he walking around moping? You can. You should be able to tell that you're flesh and blood, that something should be bothering them. Same thing with these teachers in the school. If you have a kid who's normally cheerful, talking, and happy all the time, and all of a sudden now he's he's mute or he's not saying anything, he's more reserved, there's something wrong. Those are clear signs there's something wrong with this kid. You need to find out what's going on. You need to find out to get this kid help. And sometimes we just don't want to do that. We just don't want to put the time in, the time and the effort to do that for these kids. Our children should never outlive us. We should never, excuse me, we should never outlive our children, period. We should never outlive our children at all. The goal is to it's to make sure that our, our children make it, uh, live a long life, healthy, you know what I mean? Have their own children, have their own life, and we know that they grew up happy. But a lot of kids, even if you, you do all the things in the world for your kid, your kids are still going to get depressed at one point or another. Just be there for them. Just find a way to uh, let them understand that, listen, you may not want to talk to me now about it. You may not want to say anything about it right now, but just let me know, man. Just, you know, come sit next to me. Even if you don't want to say anything, just come sit next to me. Uh, you know, I'll look for the signs and we can talk about it. Write me a note because some of these kids don't talk verbally. Some of these kids don't want to express themselves verbally, but they'll write. They'll write you a letter. You know what I mean? And then you can just write back and forth. There are different ways of communicating with these kids. If, let's say your kid has a phone and they, you know, they text everything. Just have them text you. It may sound weird. You know what I mean? It's, it may sound crazy because you're in the same house. But sometimes it's easier for a kid to express themselves by texting or by writing a note. You know what I mean? Instead of them talking to you verbally. You know what I mean? Some of these videos I watch on on Reels, on IG, man. Some of these kids, somebody, something's wrong with some of these kids. You know what I mean? The way they act and, and some of the things that they do. A lot of depressed kids online. You know what I mean? And, you know, those are clear signs that people need help. It's clear signs. Uh, we just need to do a better job of helping these kids out and getting these kids together. That's all. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and for those who are going to tune in. I thank you. Um, I just need to get on here and express myself and, and say this, what I need to say. Um, because I couldn't let it go because everything I've been seeing on the news lately and, you know, and mental health being such a, at the forefront of everything right now, being big in the news. But this has been this has been big. This has been going on forever in a day before when somebody had a mental illness, you would just take them in a the sanitarium and forget about them. Now we've come a long, long way since those days. Now we can help our children, even our adults thrive, survive and make a good life for themselves. We just have to be willing to help. So I appreciate you folks tuning in. I will be posting another podcast when I'm down in Florida. If anybody's interested on, in coming on the show that's down in Florida, please, uh, you can 
message me on IG, uh, Frankly Francisco Podcast. Same thing on Facebook, Frankly Francisco Podcast by the same name. I'm on IG, Twitter, um, YouTube. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll be down in Florida for a week. Uh, I'd love to talk to people more about this if they want to come on the air and have a discussion about it. Um, and we can keep the discussion going on or off the air. It doesn't make a difference to me. I just want to be able to help people if they need it. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week.